What's up? Thursday, March 1st, 6.09 in the morning. How's it go? You doing all right? You doing cool? You all right? It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 792 Sons. Most stimulating talk, March. Two months in. It's flying. It is flying by. It's crazy. You do, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it seemed like the Obama years took forever. We got Trump in there for this long. Anyway, we'll talk about this stuff because he's freaking out people. Three things that I think you need to know. So yesterday, the first thing I think you need to know is that uh, the Trumpster at his uh, round table, which is cool that he he invites the media into broadcast and to get people on the record, which is nice. And they all look awkward, don't they? All those men, those oh, senators. Yeah. We're used to backdoors with like hookers and cigars. And anyway, uh, backdoor meetings. So anyway, the Trumpster freaked out some people. It was a pointless meeting, and I'll get to that in a second. It was literally just dumb. Uh, but the Trumpster freaked out people because he pretty much said, uh, you know what? I think we need to just grab the guns early. Grab them first. Worry about due process and rights later. For the mentally ill. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. What? And there was all kinds of uh, things that were said incorrectly. Nobody's correcting anybody. I'm sitting there as a talk show. I was going, what? What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, so we'll get to that. But the Trumpster, I mean, I know he's not a legal scholar and crap like that. But uh, and, and I get where he's coming up. He wants to get stuff done. And he dealt with parents that lost kids. And he just wants to get. So I get it. I get it. But to sit back and then sit, you know, say, I'm, I'm a big fan of getting the guns first, taking them out. Even if they, the police don't have a right to do it, I think they should do it. Uh, I think Trump's a good guy. I fear the next Obama. That guy's a conservative? Get his guns. Uh, second thing, I think you need to know, uh, one of the regents on the Arizona border regents, backing Sean Miller, basically calling the ESPN report of the, uh, the wiretap uh, the, the ESPN claims that a government source told him they have Sean Miller on a wiretap saying, hey, Talk to me about the money. Nobody else. There's been no recording. There's been no actual evidence. So one particular region is basically calling it fake news. Says Sean Miller's always been a stand-up guy. Oh, yeah. Fake news. The fake news, baby. Ripping the journalism of it. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Third thing. I think you need to know. Uh, latest poll. You got to love this. Latest poll by Morning Consult. Shows 50% of people, 50% of America, supports arming teachers. Whoa. And get this, the NRA being boycotted by companies, not hurting the NRA. It's actually hurting the companies that are doing the boycotting, that are cutting their ties with the NRA. Wow. I knew it would happen. So it's bad. I'm telling dicks. Good luck, dicks. Good luck, Walmart. We'll get to them, too. Um, it is going to backfire and it is backfiring on these people and these companies bigly, as the Trumpster would say, bigly. So those are three things I think you need to know. Now let's let's nip this in the bud real fast, though. Uh, all of a sudden I see this headline yesterday. Teacher with gun in school causes lockdown. Did you hear about this? In Georgia, a teacher brought a gun to school, right? And uh, apparently... Locked his own door. I, obviously, he had some issues. People didn't realize this. They said he's a good teacher. He was like up for like teacher of the year or something like that. I feel back in 2012, he's a, he's a, I think he's a social studies teacher. And he also does like play-by-play or color commentary of the high school football games. Okay, cool, right? On their local radio station. Well, apparently this teacher uh, brought a gun into school 
locked his door. Uh, and I mean, maybe he was about to lose it. Who knows? But I knew it would happen. The media and the anti-gun people, and of course the students, and Parkland students are tweeting about this. See, this is why you can't arm teachers. This is why you can't do it. He was taken into custody. He allegedly fired at least one shot inside the classroom. Now, no, te- no, no kids were in there. 53-year-old Jesse Randall Davidson is in Dalton, Georgia. Charged with aggravated assault, carrying a weapon on school grounds, terroristic threats, reckless conduct, possession of a gun during commission of a crime, and disrupting public school. That's a lot of things. Did you hear about the charge with carrying a weapon on school grounds? So what does this mean? Before people are like, this is why you can't arm teachers. I mean, everyone's going to be in danger. This is just terrible. This is just bad. This is, this is awful. It was a gun-free zone. It wasn't one of the districts where teachers were actually allowed to carry firearms. Also, this guy obviously didn't go through the training that if teachers are armed, we've talked about this over the past, what, week now? All the different programs around the country, whether it's Kentucky, whether it's Texas, whether it's Ohio, whether it's Colorado, all the uh, training programs. Again, it's not like people can say, well, all right, that teacher just has a gun in his house. He wants to bring it in. Cool, let's bring it in. We talked about yesterday in Kentucky where uh, it was unanimous. The school board voted for it to let it happen. There were Democratic lawmakers supporting it. This was a Pike County, Kentucky. Uh, and in Pike County School District, they said, we will let teachers that go through training. The sheriff's department there is initiating the training. They have to be certified probably about at least four times a year. They have to go through training again to make sure they're up to snuff. Uh, the sheriff's deputies will be popping into school randomly to make sure the teachers uh, conceal the weapons properly and everything is safe and everything's on the up and up, but they're going to go through uh, insane amounts of training. That didn't happen here. This was our point when I said, when people said, why would you arm teachers? Well, what's the point of arming teachers? This is scary. I said, what's to stop a teacher from taking a gun to school now? And this is exactly what it was. Now, this guy did not go out to seek any harm to any students. Uh, I don't know if he was suicidal. I don't know what was going on. Nobody really knows. Um, um, he barricaded himself inside the classroom, and he would not allow students into the room. So he wasn't there to shoot up students. Here we go. Can't have teachers. The guy was having some issues. The only kid that got hurt was a kid that sprained his ankle when he was trying to run out of the school. All the kids were running out of the school, and some kid hurt his ankle. Now, it's got to be scary, obviously, after what happened in Florida a couple weeks ago. Uh, I get it, but this has nothing to do with it. There was an afternoon news conference, so the principal said he was notified of the situation around 1140 in the morning. After going to that part of the building, he said students were being shuffled into another classroom, and he was told that this teacher was not allowing anyone in, so he wasn't going after students. He wasn't doing any of that stuff. Doesn't make it right, but I'm just telling you. Um, The principal tried to go inside the classroom, but the teacher, Jesse Davidson, slammed the door in his face and said, go away. The school resource officer, so there was a police officer on campus or a sheriff's deputy, right? He was off campus at a nearby middle school. Was called. This is why you can't just depend on school resource officers. He was off campus at a nearby middle school. He was called. Uh, the principal said other students moved to a different classroom. After that, the principal said he tried to enter the classroom again, this time putting his key in the door and saying, listen, man, I'm coming in. It was slammed on him again by the guy. Davidson said, don't come in, and I have a gun. That's when the school was placed under lockdown right away. Uh, that's, and right after that, the principal said he heard a gunshot. He said it seemed like only minutes before officers arrived. Minutes. 
This is why you need teachers to be able to actually arm themselves. They go through training. That are, they go through mental health checks. They go through all this stuff. Police didn't say what type of firearm that was used. They confirmed it was a handgun. A handgun. Wasn't an AR-15. Um, the principal said this teacher, employed by the district since 2004, said he was an excellent teacher, well thought of. He, was that, does this surprise you what happened? The principal said, principal said, absolutely. Shocking. Shocking. You know, for any principal, one of the staff members pulled out a gun in the classroom and fired it. Um, the gunshot went off. It was fired through the classroom window and went outside the building. He was taken into custody. He said the teacher would face appropriate charges, all this stuff, right? Um, the school resource officer was commended. He convinced the teacher to surrender to authorities. School was commended for their response to the situation. Lockdown was flawless. Again, nothing's to stop anybody from bringing a gun to a gun-free zone. Nothing. So I knew it would be taken out of context, and there's a story in the LA Times about this, and, you know, students running around, and I get it, man. They'd be freaked out. Who wouldn't be freaked out by this, right? Emotion is a very strong thing. So all of a sudden, they're going to say, this is why you can't trust teachers. This is why you can't have this. This, I get it. But it's once not just it, teachers, though. It's everybody. It, and that, that's the thing. And this is not, a te- this is not a, a, one of those schools where teachers are well-trained, background check, mental health check, all, these, you know, all the safety precautions that you can possibly do. Nothing's 100%. But it wasn't one of the schools where you could actually have teachers, other teachers carrying firearms and stuff like that. You have to sit back and ask yourself, would this guy have done this if it was one of those schools? I don't know. Uh, I was talking about my wife yesterday, and and this is, and I said to her, you know, gun-free zones, and we we're both in agreement, they bring on shooters. Now, why do you think? What what do you think made? And just and I talked to my I talked to, about this to my wife. And I said I have to bring this up on the air. What do you think made that Nicholas Cruz, a shooter in Florida? What do you think made him stop shooting, drop his firearm? drop the backpack, blend in with the students and leave. What do you think made him do that? I think, and we'll never know, but this is just my opinion, that it was about, what, four or six minutes of shooting? Four to six minutes? And I think by that time, uh, the police from Coral Gables uh, and and some other sheriff's deputies entered the, the building. He probably heard that. All of a sudden, when this shooter, this dirtbag down there in Florida realized there are people with guns now coming in, I'm going to drop my gun. Which is, again, why I think you need to make sure teachers are armed so people know I can't just go into a school, have my way without any fear of any retribution. I really think that as soon as that school had... Officers with firearms going in there. That's when the shooter said, oh, crap. So this whole thing of voices in my head. Yeah. Uh huh. Once he realized he could get shot, he dropped the gun and left. See, I wish that kind of stuff would be brought up at that White House roundtable discussion, oval table, square, rectangular table discussion. I wish that stuff would have happened. Did you see that at all, that hour-long Let's go around the table and hear a bunch of people just grandstand and not really have any ideas. No. I mean, reciprocity was brought up by Steve Scalise, meaning, you know, I have concealed carry here. 
I would like for it to be able to work in California, in New York. Right Which now it can't. I can agree with. Yes. That passed the House. Mitch McConnell has sat on this bill because he sucks in the Senate. Trump basically said, well, we have the sound bites. You know, look, Steve, I like what you're doing, but that's never going to fly. You can't attach this to what we were trying to do here. It's not going to work. And I think he's right. He's yeah. right about that. But then what the hell are they trying to do? Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to But like there were no ideas. And I wish something like this would have been brought up. And in and, and teachers and, and, and Trump, you know, the one thing he did say that was consistent, he said, gun-free zones are awful. You have to have teachers that go through the training, be able to to carry. I mean, that that's just the way it is. He is he is on that, like white on rice, which he should be. But there wasn't really much else that was said. There were some lies. Matter of fact, I'll play for you the sound bites when we get back. I'll tell you what I thought of that thing. You can tell me what you thought as well about that that meeting. And then we'll play the sound bites of what Trump said that freaks out people. Little Marco is the only one that said something that made sense yesterday, which is kind of scary. Steve Scalise said some stuff too, actually made sense. But little Marco, um, it's as if they didn't even want to talk about what actually happened in Florida. So anyway, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, it is coming up. Don't you go anywhere. Back in five. KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. Yes. What's going on? Six twenty eight. How you doing? It is the first day of March. It's going to be, it's cold out now, 34, but it's going to be 70 and sunny today. 76 and sunny tomorrow, 75 Saturday, 65 Sunday. But then get this, next week, it's going to inch up from Tuesday through the end of uh, the end of the week in the low 80s. Uh, maybe this will be the end of the, the cold weather. I mean, geez, we're in March already. Why are we not warmer? What the heck's going on? Uh, anyway. I, I just, I saw this whole talk yesterday at the White House, and it literally, again, it's cool that Trump does what he does. You know, put it out there, be transparent, uh, let the media record it. That way everybody is, is you know, they can't say one thing happened and, uh, you know, uh, and lie about it when something else really did. But it really was a bunch of garbage. Um, Marco Rubio is the only one that kind of brought up why Florida happened. He called it a, a multi-systemic failure. That's what that's what little Marco did. He called it a multi-systemic, which is true. He said the FBI, I mean, the, the sheriff's department, they all blew it. School, they all blew it. They all knew this guy was, was dangerous, and they could have done something, and they didn't. It's as if that fact was lost, right? You had Trump talking about Army teachers, which I get. But you had a bunch of Democrats, one guy named Ted Deutsch. I don't think arming teachers is the right thing. Most of America doesn't think it's the right thing. You think you have one point of view, Mr. President. you got to think everybody else. Dianne Feinstein wanting to ban guns and stuff like that. I mean, it just goes on and on. And I'm thinking, the whole point, the reason this happened is because people were tipped off. And if the FBI would have followed up, this guy would have been arrested. Um, he would have been investigated. He would have been arrested. Things would have happened. He wouldn't have done the shooting. We would not have 17 people dead. We wouldn't have all this crazy talk about things that just don't matter. Things that won't keep us safe. Like the whole point of the talk was to try to figure out how to make it safer in schools. And nobody brought up any ideas on how to make it safer in schools. So it was literally a waste of time. That's it. A flat out waste of time. I mean, I like what the president's trying to do. You can't, you know, knock it out of the park every single time, but it was just a waste. I'm going to play 42 real quick, if you don't mind. I'm sorry, number two. Number two, real quick, Ryan. Um, this is where the president 
Uh, I thought I was like, what the hell? Like, if this was a Democrat, you would rip him. And there's no reason why you can't rip Trump when he says something like this. Here we go. We have to do something about the mentally ill not being able to buy a gun. I mean, they have so many checks and balances that you could be mentally ill and it takes you six months before you can prohibit it. So we have to do something very decisive. Number one, you can take the guns away immediately from people that you can judge easily are mentally ill. No, you can't. Like this guy, you know, the, the police saw that he was a problem. They didn't take any guns away. Now, that could have been policing. I think they should have taken them away anyway, whether they had the right or not. Oh. But I'll tell you this, you have to have very strong provisions for the mentally ill. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, I shouldn't be saying that. I'll tell you what, I don't want mentally ill people to be having guns. Everything that he said right there is wrong. Now, I get what he's saying. I get what he's saying in the fact that you say, all right, obviously this person's crazy. But the problem is you have so many definitions of mentally ill. I think Raul Grijalva may be mentally ill. Right? Yeah. You know, I think that that guy's just, he's just stupid, whatever. But people with anxiety, people with depression, they are classified as mentally ill. Now, somebody that is literally insane doing this stuff, I get it. But this guy put all the signs out there. Don't sit there and tell me that gun control is going to be a big chain game changer here. The law enforcement blew it. They screwed the pooch. They sucked on a national level, on a local level. They blew it. And it's like that. That's the, this is the one giant thing. And Marco kind of brought it up. But nobody else did, and there were no ideas on actually keeping students, making schools safer. There was nothing besides Trump saying we should arm teachers. But what you just heard is freaking, it, it, it's, you can't just go take people's gun. Imagine, Obama went after groups because they were conservative. Remember that? Use the IRS against them. This is the same thing. You know, I'm going to go after against people that are politically uh, my opponents. Let's go get their guns so they, they shut up. If Obama would have said what Trump just said, Oh, can you imagine the outrage? Horrible. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Get your reaction to this. Uh, we'll have more at 710 this morning on this. Um, also, the latest. I'll get your reaction and the, and the latest on that Oakland mayor. She may face some charges for tipping off a whole bunch of criminal legal aliens. That ICE was coming. We'll get to it. 633 on KNST. Here is Fox. Fox. 640, thank you for hanging out on this uh, first day of March. It's still dark outside, but it's starting to lighten up out there. You know, I, I kind of dig that it stays dark for a while, even though it's bad for this station sometimes, because once the sun comes up, then we get more power. But I do dig it, and because it makes you again feel like you get a jump on everybody else. And then when the sun comes up, I think people are awake. And anyway, uh, it's going to be, uh, it, it's, it's cold out there now, but it's going to be nice, and the weather should uh, improve over the next 10 days, which is good. It should get warm like it should be. That's why we live here. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the president uh, really didn't accomplish much. Neither did those members of Congress at that uh, roundtable. Nobody really had any kind of ideas on how to keep schools safe. A lot of grandstanding, a lot of things that didn't make a lot of sense and were or unnecessary. And then president totally screwed the pooch with that statement that I just played where he said, I don't care if the police have the right or not. They got to get in there and take the weapons first. Due process second when it comes to mentally ill people. Wait, wait, what? You can't just go in and just take someone's weapons. Ugh. I think his heart's in the right place, but the brain is not. Not on this one. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know in Arizona border regents, uh, one of the members, one of the regents, actually came out and basically is backing Sean Miller because they're having a big meeting today about Sean Miller's future. Regent Jay Heiler said his instincts from the start were that the story was less than solid journalism. 
Yep, said it was uh, frankly unacceptable what ESPN did. I found the context, I found the complete lack of context around the report content to be frankly unacceptable when measured against journalistic standards that I've always believed in. Said he majored in journalism at ASU, which doesn't really mean much. But anyway, um, so he says basically it was like fake news. Give me, give me the actual evidence. Don't give me hearsay. Give me the actual evidence. I get it. Third thing, I think you need to know now this. This is pretty good right here. Uh, shock poll, morning consult poll. 50% of people in this country said they back armed teachers in schools. How about that? This needs to be pushed. Media is being quiet about that one. Um, now, there's more. Turns out these companies that are cutting ties with the NRA, people are pissed. The backlash is there. Uh, the favorability among all adults of companies that have cut ties with the NRA dropped significantly. Significantly. Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I don't know what he does. Net favorability among adults with 49 when they uh, before the the NRA situation, when they decided to cut ties, only 25, only 25% of people actually um, overall like or think favorably of enterprise. And it goes that way. Norton Antivirus dropped 18 points. LifeLock dropped 14 points. MetLife, 12. Alamo, 11. National Rent-A-Car, 12. Simply Safe, 2. How about that? And Republicans, my goodness gracious. That's overall. Republic, really quick. There's three things I think you need to know. Republicans only. Enterprise Rent-A-Car had a 52, net 50 plus 52 favorability rating. Now it's negative nine. LifeLock, I mean, they're big advertisers on talk radio. They were plus 44 among Republicans until they cut ties with the NRA. Now it's negative 11. MetLife was plus 40, now negative 15. Simply Safe was plus 17. Now it's negative 16. Big advertisers on talk radio. Of course, Democrats have increased their love of these companies, but whatever. All right, so you have that. Now, this is something that is very, very big. Now, this this meeting was pretty much useless, really quick, right? Pretty much useless. Um, and you hear Jeff Flake. What does Jeff Flake want to do? We talked about that. He wants to raise bipartisan bill. Let's raise the age. You got to be 21 to buy a handgun, only 18 to buy a rifle in this country. The AR-15 is a rifle. It's what It's a rifle. And it can be dressed up to look tough and cool. It's not a weapon of war, but they can make it look cool. And it's fun to shoot. It's very smooth. But Jeff Flake's like, listen, that weapon was used. That weapon was used in this killing. We need, you should only be, you should be 21 to buy that, not 18. Well, a story from Vox. 156 mass shootings between 2009 and 2016. That's what they say, right? 156 mass shootings between 2009-2016. Only two were younger than 21, the shooters. So what does this do? And Trump wants to do this too. He backed it. What does it do? Two were younger than 21 that used, as they call it, assault weapons. And that's from the every town research, and they're biased as hell. Two. So, again, this is an emotional knee-jerk reaction that would literally produce nothing. A semi-automatic rifle was used in just 11 of the 156 mass shootings. That's it. 11 mass shootings have been committed by men 21 and younger. 
Two of those were committed using an assault rifle. They call it 1.3%. Meanwhile, only one of those rifles was purchased legally, by the way. Hmm, not following the law, huh? So now that you know that, and what about Jeff Flake? What about the Trumpster? What about all those guys? These are facts that need to be put out there more and more. You didn't hear this, and this is why you have all these grandstanding fools with no actual ideas of how to make schools safer or what's really going on, and they're the ones that are actually going to make the law that we have to live with and we have to follow. It, it sucks, doesn't it? Sucks. John, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Yeah, good morning, Garrett. Hey, uh, with regards to the FBI, uh, they said that they dropped the ball a couple of times on the Florida shooter. Uh, they've also stated in the past that they're monitoring uh, terrorist uh, organizations or groups or cells in all 50 states. And yet, uh, last week it broke uh, not only the original five, but now, what, 15 or 20 universities uh, they've been investigating because of the uh, payoff scandals to, to athletes. My question is, why are we listening to a, uh, why is a U.S. Attorney General, I think it's in New York, uh, that I think he's the one that initiated all the action, but someone initiated the action. Why are we spending all those resources investigating uh, whether DeAndre Iden received a $100,000 payoff uh, and not going uh, and thereby dropping the ball when they're getting calls that, you know, this guy in Florida is dangerous? Why are we spending so much resources? How many how many people have died from basketball and football players getting payoffs? No, it's a great point. And, you know, I, I hear people make the same point as you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you sit back and say, if, if the U of A wants to pay a dude hundred grand, I mean, and I think we, I hate generalizing like this, but a lot of these schools do it. Yeah. You know, a lot of them do it. And they want to pay somebody to go play bad. And I, listen, I'm against it. I hear people say, well, the NCAA should pay. It's bad that these kids get exploited. They don't get anything, and the schools make money. Dude, they get a free education. And if they don't want to actually try in, in class and they get pushed along, that's their own fault. You know, they get a free. There are a lot of, you know, it's so funny to me how people will say it's really a shame how expensive college is. And these students graduate with so much debt. It's just terrible. It's hard to get their life with so much debt. And then you get these athletes that get the ultimate gift, a free college education. They, they graduate debt free. They're ahead of the game. Right. And that's not good enough. I hate that stupid argument. It's just so dumb. It's amateur sports. Yeah, the, they, they make money, these programs. That's fine. They have the right to make the damn money. But I know exactly, I, I, I know what you're saying. I, yeah. it, it's, it, it's illegal. It's illegal. But, you know, should there be a higher priority placed on certain things? Probably. Yeah, why, you know, let the NCAA do its own investigation and shop. You know, let the FBI go after the people who are going to kill someone. Yeah, listen, man, uh, it, it's a great point. It's yeah. a great point. It's, it's not looking good, again, like you said, after the FBI, for some stupid reason, decided to just not follow up on tips. I mean, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, Makes again, no I sense. I think some attorney general somewhere probably said, let's go after the universities. I don't know about, you know, it's, it's two different things, though. It's a different, you know, two different things. Oh, yeah, it is. But put the resources where they're needed. Yeah. Listen, I, you are, are saying what a lot of people are thinking, man. John, I appreciate it, man. Sure. Bye. Take care. I get it. I get it. Uh, but again, I, I mean, I, I actually, my college loans... <laughs> I'm 40 years old, right? Freaky that I, oh my God, 40 years old. And in July, it'll be my final payment to pay off my college loan. Final one. Should have used that diploma for something good. <laughs> 
Could have paid it off a lot sooner, man. Oh, God. Just say it. Um, it's a cheap payment every month. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I graduated with a crap load of debt. I actually was doing okay when I was bartending. Then I decided to get into radio, and I had to take a severe pay cut, but you had to do it. You had to do it. You know, it's whatever. Uh, I, I got I got no education. I'm doing okay. It's, and I, listen, it, it's a scam because everything that I use for this job, none of it I learned. <laughs> In college, you just learn. You either you you get it or you don't. You know how it is, Ryan. You're you either you have it or you don't have it. Exactly. There's no how to be a talk show host class. Nope. It made me funny when I took a class on uh, ethics in journalism. <clears throat> yeah, ask Matt Lauer about that. Um, does it come with a button? Does it come with a button? All right. Uh, so I think that's a big deal, though. Besides, just getting back to my original point, though, also that only two. Mass shooters between 2009 and 2016 were under the age of 21 that used, as they call it, assault weapons. 156 mass shootings, just two qualified for that. And that's what people were talking about a lot yesterday. Trump was talking about it. Like, why can't people have freaking facts? Again, we have to live by what these people are going to do, these lawmakers. And it's just... These people have staffs of like 50 people. It's me and Ryan. It's agenda. Yeah, that's why it's a bunch of crap and we just we've lost all faith in that. Well, that and it's also point of view and how narrow you want to actually have your point of view. Yeah. Be. Let's play one more real quick before I go to a break and we'll, I'll get you the latest on that uh, stupid Oakland mayor who is now attacking ICE after she uh, tipped off criminal illegal aliens. So they got away from ICE. Um, Pat Toomey, Republican Pat Toomey, he. Had the it was the Toomey Mansion gun control bill and blah 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 blah. I mean, just it wasn't good. It got fifty four votes in the Senate. It's not good. Uh, Toomey's bragging this morning on Fox. I was I was a Republican stood up to the NRA. Great, excellent, whatever. Uh, but listen to what he said while he's at this roundtable yesterday. Here we go. What his bill would do? Which one? Number five. Sorry, number five. The second part has a provision that would require background checks on all commercial sales. See, one of the big gaps in our background check system today is sales at gun shows and sales over the Internet are not necessarily subject to a background check, and we think they should be. These are essentially commercial in nature, and they're on a scale that really matters. So our bill would require those background checks. You can't buy a gun online. Well, you can. It's not going to be mailed to your home. You know this. I know this. If you buy a gun online, it is shipped to a nearby gun shop or somebody that has an FFL where they have to actually do a background check on you before you, they actually give you the gun. So shut up, man. And who bad guys don't follow laws. Anyway, they're not going to between private sellers. Uh, 653 will continue. It's KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk.
Yeah, right out the other. How you doing? It's 708. It's Thursday, March 1st. And of course, it's your morning ritual with me, Mr. Sunshine, Garrett Lewis, KNSTAM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. I am Brightside, Mr. Brightside. That's me. Everything. No? The Killers. Good song. Can you say that now? What if somebody's been killed? Is it offensive to people that have been killed? If the group. Anyway, uh, there are three things I think you need to know. Number one, the, uh, the Trumpster. Posted a roundtable, whatever it was, discussion, all broadcast in front of everybody. Say what you want. It's on the record. I like when he does that. Uh, it was all it was supposed to be about, I guess, changing gun laws and keeping schools safe or making them safer. And it was a complete waste of time. The only idea that was really brought up uh, was by uh, Trump saying our teachers should be armed. Uh, Steve Scalise brought up national reciprocity. And Trump said, you know what? You just can't get that passed in this bill. That pisses me off. Uh, but it was basically useless. It was basic. Trump also went off the rails saying that uh, the police should have gone in there and taken mentally ill people's guns, even if they don't have the right to do it, which is so off the reservation. Uh, it it was literally pointless. An hour that will never get backed. Right. An hour will never get back. We'll have more highlights of it coming up. It's like people don't realize why that shooting actually happened. It was just not even merely mentioned. Marco touched on it, but it wasn't really mentioned. Anyway, second thing. That I think you need to know. Uh, Arizona Board of Regents going to meet about Sean Miller, according to the Arizona Republic. One member of the Arizona Board of Regents is basically calling the ESPN report on Miller and the wiretaps. Fake news. Regent Jay Heiler said this is less than solid journalism. He doesn't buy it. Uh, he said that uh, he thinks Miller's a good dude, wants to hear from Miller himself. Um, he hopes the coach will step forward to help himself in the environment by saying more to address the allegations. Because Miller, all he's saying basically is that I will vindicate myself. Okay. That's cool, but what? Anyway, so he is saying uh, fake news on this. Fake news, fake news. Um, third thing I think you need to know, and this is big, I think this is really big, is the fact that uh, the public, there was a morning consult poll, even more than uh, the 46%, I think, in the rat was it Rasmus, and there's another poll. People in this country are warming to the idea of army teachers that go through training, that are uh, go through mental health checks, background, everything. They're instructed to protect their students because they realize there's really no other way to protect students. There's never going to be well, 100% way to protect anybody from anything. We live in a free country. Uh, but the best way is to make sure someone is in there that can protect students and staff members and the teachers if they want to arm themselves. Morning console pulse is 50%. Of the people polled, back arming teachers. Now get this also, uh, the NRA being boycotted by certain companies is backfiring bigly on the companies. The net favorability amongst these companies, Enterprise, Norton Antivirus, LifeLock, MetLife, Alamo, National Car Rental, Simply Safe, they all cut ties to the NRA, dropped big time. Enterprise dropped 24 points in favorability among all adults. Norton Antivirus dropped 18. LifeLock dropped 14. Alamo down 11. And it goes on and on and on. So people are mad at the companies for turning their back on the NRA. Three things I think you need to know. And I think this is also just another big thing. I put it on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. I'll tweet it out also at Garrett Lewis. But uh, Jeff Flake tweeted out a couple days ago, or geez, like 10 days ago, a kid too young to buy a handgun should be too young to buy an AR-15. Working with Senator Feinstein on a bipartisan bill 
raising the minimum purchase age for non-military buyers from 18 to 21 because you can buy a handgun at 21. You can buy a rifle at 18. An AR-15 is a rifle. So they want to make it 21. Trump said make it 21, yet the information is coming out now. Um, guess what? This isn't going to change jack squat. According to Everytown, I hate quoting them, but every even crazy Everytown says there's been 156 mass shootings. Really? Between 2009 and 2016. Only two of them were committed by people younger than 21 using semi-automatic rifles. That is a whopping 1.3%. So what's the point of saying you can't buy a rifle until you're 21? What's the point? And the thing is, there really is no point. So, yeah, you have that. Uh, you can comment also, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Also, there's some craziness going on. Do you remember the Oakland mayor, Libby Schaff? Trump's a racist. Now she's calling ICE racist. Yeah. Uh, this lunatic uh, mayor out in, in, uh, in Oakland sent out a warning to her community. That ICE is coming to raid people, right? To her community. Oh, I got to protect people in our community. Well, what she did was basically protect criminal illegal aliens. ICE still did the raids in San Francisco and Oakland, and they had about 150 people, but 864 of them, 864, right, uh, were, were able to elude ICE. And these are people with criminal records, right? Criminal records. So everybody, you know, how can you not be pissed off about this? Uh, well, the latest is that uh, apparently she is being looked at um, for possible obstruction charges. The Department of Justice is now investigating. And they should charge her with obstruction. They should do it. So not only that... She also has, uh, she's going, see, we'll play the, the comments from Thomas Homan, the ICE, uh, the guy that runs ICE, Immigration and Customs Enforcement, uh, Enforcement, because she is going after him now, because he's mad. I mean, you think about it, instead of these criminal aliens out there in California being held, because they get picked up for regular crimes by local police and sheriff's departments, and instead of holding them for ICE to come pick them up to start the deportation process, they let them go. So it's a lot easier to arrest a dangerous guy when he's being locked up. You know, he has no weapons on him, right? He's just right there. Just take him in and that's it. Instead, these these idiotic uh, people in California, law enforcement agencies forced to let him go. And then, then ICE agents have to go and wonder if these people are armed, not armed. What are they going to do? They got to try to find him in certain places. Puts them all in danger. Puts the community in danger. Told you yesterday about some of the people that were uh, let go. One of them was a man from Honduras here illegally, been here several times, deported several times, keeps coming back, uh, had sex with a minor under the age of 16, had cocaine trafficking charges, and and uh, this, uh, this broad uh, tipped off the community and let him go. She should be looking out for Americans and legal citizens, not for illegal aliens, but you know that they're not supposed to be part of the community, illegal aliens, because they're not here legally. That's just how it goes. Anyway, um, I want you to hear, let's play the first one, 13. This is what Thomas Holman said. Uh, on Fox about uh, the mayor giving a heads up to illegal aliens in her community. Here we go. What she did is no better than a, you know, a gang lookout yelling police. 
when a, when, a, when a police cruiser comes in the neighborhood, except she did it to the entire community. I mean, it's beyond the pale. I've been, I've been doing this for 34 years, and this is a whole new low to intentionally warn criminals that law enforcement's coming. Mm-hmm. I just can't believe it happened. Like a gang lookout. It's true. It's true. He didn't stop there, by the way. Um, let's let's skip forward there, actually. Let's play 15. Uh, because he was asked by, by a person on Fox News, how do you know who to arrest, right? Because she's saying to the community, I warned the community, how do you know which illegal aliens that you're going to arrest? Here we go, listen. You know, I'm glad you asked that question because we've seen a lot of media in the merits saying she's protecting families. Let's talk about specifically California. In, in last year in FY17, we arrested over 20,000 illegal aliens in California. 81% of those uh, illegal aliens committed yet another crime which con- were, were a convicted criminal. They, co- they committed one other crime other than uh, entering the country illegally, which is a crime. So 80% of the 20,000 we arrested in California were criminals. If you look at the operation we did in uh, wow. Los Angeles just a couple of weeks ago, we arrested several hundred aliens there, and 88% of them were criminals. So we concentrate on criminals. The numbers speak for themselves, and, and the target list for San Francisco was the vast majority of them were criminals, and the vast majority of them that we could not locate, they're mm-hmm. in the wind because they were given a warning. Hmm. There you go. And she was happy that she warned Oh, I did this. Yes, that's yes. I warned them. That's how it is. I warned them. You warned them. She talked to the San Francisco Chronicle about what you just heard about what Thomas Homan said, and of course she said, uh, "Race war." Of course. She confirmed she learned about the raid through quote confidential sources. Hmm. She said, quote, I hope we take this moment to recognize that we have to fight against the racism myth that the Trump administration is trying to perpetuate the immigrants are da- that immigrants are dangerous criminals. There is nothing further from the truth. This is racist and it is false. Ample evidence shows that American born citizens are actually more likely to commit crimes than immigrants. So she'd rather turn over Americans. This is this. This comes down to everything. This goes back, by the way. And you heard the stats. Holman said, we're going after people that are dangerous, that have committed crimes. Those are the first ones we go after. Enough is enough. And she's just trying to turn into a race thing. Let's face it. Democrats have given up. Trump pointed this out. This is why Trump won the election. Democrats crossed over. Democratic uh, Democratic American citizens crossed over and voted for Trump as a Republican. Because he pointed out the obvious. The Democrats don't care about you. You're forgotten men, men and women, right? They've forgotten about you. They don't care. They've given up on you. They think that you're tokens that will vote for them anyway because you believe the crap that's coming out of their mouths. That's garbage. And Democrats have given up. It goes back to the Jennifer Palmieri uh, letter, the, the internal memo that we talked about a couple of months ago. She was Hillary's communications person. She put in, she works for a leftist organization, might be the Center for American Progress, and she said in an internal email... Uh, We need to keep the pressure up on lawmakers. We can't let them give up and and make a deal. We need amnesty because if we have any chance of winning elections in the future, we need voters. And that's what this is about. We need these new voters. Nothing else. Nothing else. And, And Democrats are more desperate than ever before because they saw it. They never thought it would happen, but a bunch of Democrats, registered Democrats in this country, either switched to Republican, switched to Independent, or didn't switch, but no matter what, changed and voted for Trump over Hillary. Because they realized all of our jobs are gone. Nobody gives a crap. They care more about illegal aliens than they do about us. 
Because Democrats are sitting there thinking, you know what they're thinking? Hey, crap, we'll win forever. We have these dopey Americans that think we're going to do stuff for them. We'll give them some crumbs. We'll give them some welfare benefits. And then we're going to get a whole bunch of illegal aliens. We'll give them some amnesty. We'll, we'll win forever. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Do you agree? Do you not agree? And again, the Department of Justice is looking into possible obstruction charges against this mayor. And it should happen. It should happen. It's really terrible what she did, man. I mean, it's a mayor warning about this stuff. Do you think that our mayor would do that, Mayor Rothschild? I think Regina Romero would. I think Grijalva would. Uh, the mayor said it's Oakland's legal right to be a sanctuary city and we have not broken any laws. We believe our community is safer when families stay together. And that's why I played with that soundbite. It's not families, man. It is actual criminal illegal aliens. But you know what? You want to sit back and say, you know what? You know what? You want the you, San Francisco and Oakland? You want criminals living amongst you? I mean, elections have consequences, right? You think you think Cal, you think it's too late for California? Long time ago. You think there's no way it ever becomes normal again? I think the only way it may is if they they're cut off from federal funds because well, they're literally broke. I was gonna say if it, if it goes yeah if it goes totally broke and the, the citizens won't pay their taxes anymore. But they remember, can't. remember we played this story a couple weeks ago how people are leaving, yes. long time residents like yeah. we're out of here. I don't like the politics. I don't like the sanctuary stuff. So who's staying there? You have a bunch of rich libs that work for uh, Silicon Valley. And you have a bunch of uh, very poor people that are coming here, either illegal or illegal immigrants. There's no in-between. The middle class is gone. They're getting squeezed out. They're coming. They're moving to Buckeye <laughs> up in the valley. That's where they're going. Just don't bring your voting ways. That's the whole point. Remember that. That's the whole point. So, Holman, there's more we'll get, we'll get to. He also was asked about the wall. Guess what he thinks about the wall and what the wall does? Oh, yeah. That and, and in Trump pulling out, what is it? He was asked about Trump saying... Should we, you know, he wants to maybe pull ISO officers out of California. Enough is enough. He'll talk about that too. You got to hear it to believe it. It's coming up. 722 back in five. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Leading talk. 729 at Garrett Lewis on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like me and follow me there because I put good stuff. If you like the show, you can only imagine what I put on social media. It's like the show, but like X, 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 X rated. Which isn't hard to do. No, no, not really. That's also our commercial breaks are X, 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 X rated. Right? Oh, thanks. Okay, great. Uh, anyway, about 70 today and sunny. 34 out now. I had nothing to do with that. Thank you very much. Uh, I got a uh, text from uh, Sheriff Napier. He's like, listen, just just people know, your listening audience knows. Um, I don't want to make sure I get this right. Uh, ice is in the Pima County Jail. They're there. They're hanging out. They do direct handoffs. Direct hand. Unlike Oakland, direct handoffs. So we have that. All right, let's play the uh, Holman uh, talking about the number 16. Number 16. He's asked about the wall on Fox and Friends because uh, Trump's like, maybe we shouldn't even build. We're not going to build the California wall until we get everything done. And, and you get to hear what Holman says about the wall. Here we go. Every place they build a wall, it has worked. Oh. It, we, you know, 100% of the time, wherever they built the wall, illegal crossings went down. So we certainly need the wall. I mean, and, and I'm, I know a lot of people complain about the price of the wall, but what price are you going to put on national security and public safety? But do you think it should so, all be built at once or in sections? 
Well, I don't think you can build a whole wall at once. It's, it's, a, it's a big border, but I think we should start building a wall as soon as possible. As far as removing ice agents from uh, California, I understand the president's frustration. I'm equally frustrated. I'm angry. I'm angry at the point that politicians not only vilify the fine men and women of ice, now they're, they're, they're warning criminals for coming and putting them at you know, greater harm. Uh, look, I don't want to mm -hmm. abandon... The, 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 the American citizens in, in California. You know, after the last couple of weeks, I've got hundreds of emails from uh, mm -hmm. California <clears throat> residents asking us not to abandon them. There's a lot of good people in California that want us to enforce the laws. And like you mentioned Don Roseberg, here's a gentleman that I, I know who lost a child to alien crime. We can't turn our backs on these people. There you go. Wall works. Don't just back out of California, but man, it's getting tough, isn't it? It is tough. Uh, 7.31, we'll play some sound bites coming up of uh, what the Trumpster said. There's more that he said that was kind of nuts. He's backtracking a little bit this morning on Twitter. I'll tell you what he said about that. Little Marco may be the only one that actually made a lot of sense, but uh, you got to hear some highlights from that uh, roundtable that I thought it was literally pointless. Um, and, and Trump is kind of fluffing off the whole reciprocity thing, which actually would work. Anyway, we'll get to all that coming up at about uh, 6 minutes, 7.32. Here's the latest right now on KNST from Fox. We know you're thinking everything he's saying. Well, except for the crazy stuff that's flying out of his mouth. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 740, thank you for hanging out. Right? What else are you going to do? Where else are you going to go? We have fun here. Ryan's trying to tell me crazy things during the break. We have fun every day here. It would be a every blast. Day. Don't even start. Three things I think you need to know. I'll put on your Facebook. Yeah, right. Number, I don't even have Facebook. Exactly. Number one. At least not the, anyway, not for this business. Any business. Brian, Ryan's a dancing business. Dancing, uh, chubby guys dancing at uh, laundry. No, I'm just. I don't charge for that. Oh. I'll come to your business and dance. And then you call the police. In the break room. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the, sandwiches the Trumpster hosted a bunch of lawmakers for his roundtable about, uh, I guess, keeping schools safer, but nobody really talked about keeping schools safer. Uh, it was all about gun control. It was a lot of stupid ideas, and um, it was uh, it was also really disturbing when Trump talked about mentally ill people. Gotta, we all know mentally ill people. I get it. You got to... You got to stop any really dangerous ones from getting guns. What do you do though? What do you What do you do? He talked about the police going in taking guns anyway, even if they don't have the right. Excuse me. What? And I get it. Listen, Trump has gone through some stuff. He's seen families. He met with them. They lost their kids for God's sake. So he feels like he needs to do something. I get that, but this isn't good. Second thing, I think you need to know one of the regents, the Arizona border regents. They're going to have. They're going to meet today about Sean Miller, and one of them, Jay Heiler, has said. I basically, I think that uh, this whole ESPN story about Sean Miller's fake news. I need to see some evidence. There's really nothing there. Interesting stuff, huh? Third thing, I think you need to know. Uh, shocking poll from Morning Consult. 50% of Americans back arming teachers. And then this whole NRA um, cutting, company's cutting ties with the NRA. It is not working out well for the companies cutting ties with the NRA. The net favorability among these companies that have said, we're done with you, NRA, dropped a lot amongst all adults. All adults. Enterprise, 49% net favorability rating, now down to 25. And it's the same thing for LifeLock, Norton Antivirus, MetLife, Alamo, National Rent-A-Car, uh, a car rental, Simply Safe. It's, it's backfiring. Bigly. Three things that I think you need to know. Um, and one of, again, one of the things the president has talked about 
along with Jeff Flake and some others. It's it's Democrats, Republicans increasing the age. You have to be 21 to buy a handgun, only 18 to buy a rifle. Trump's thinking, hey, what about, I don't know if he meant rifle or AR-15 because the AR-15 is a rifle. It's a semi-automatic rifle. It's not an assault rifle. It's a semi-automatic rifle. Raising the age to buy that to be 21. But again, I put on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Uh, actual facts. 156 mass shootings, according to the wacko uh, Everytown group. You know, they'll, any, any, what, what is the definition, their definition of a mass shooting? Doesn't mean school shooting, whatever, right? 156, they claim, between 2009 and 2016, only two of those mass shootings were at the hands of people under the age of 21 with a semi-automatic rifle. They call it assault rifle. Semi-automatic rifle. So just two. So what? what is the point of this? It's not going to... It's just... It's emotional. Jeff Flake's dumb for this. They're all just emotional, and it's really dangerous, I think. Uh, let's start with Bruno. Bruno, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning. Um, you know, I think this is the first argument against uh, a decision that Trump has made that I've had since he's been president. Wow. Um, I don't believe they should change the age to 21. You know, uh, our society deems us a full citizen when we turn 18 years old. We join the military. We can vote. And when you can vote, that you have constitutional rights afforded to you. Well, believe it or not, the Second Amendment is one of those rights. Yep. So what you're doing is you're preventing uh, U.S. citizens from exercising their constitutional rights. So I really disagree with this. Did you hear the exact soundbite that I played earlier? Did you hear that, what the president said? No, I didn't. You know what? Stay with me. I want you to hear this because it's going to make you go even more crazy. Just don't curse, okay? I'm going to keep you live on the air. Number two, Ryan, this is what the president said, not even just about the age, but just about uh, letting police go in and take guns. Here we go. Listen to this. We have to do something about the mentally ill not being able to buy a gun. I mean, they have so many checks and balances that you can be mentally ill and it takes you six months before you can prohibit it. So we have to do something very decisive. Number one, you can take the guns away immediately from people that you can judge easily are mentally ill, like this guy. You know, the, the police saw that he was a problem. They didn't take any guns away. Now, that could have been policing. I think they should have taken them away anyway, whether they had the right or not. But I'll tell you this, you have to have very strong provisions for the mentally ill. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, I shouldn't be saying that. I'll tell you what, I don't want mentally ill people to be having guns. So what do you think about that? Well, if you really sit down and think about it, all criminals are mentally ill. Mm -hmm. That's why they do what they do. They all have some sort of mental illness. So it's just not going to work. You know, you can vet and vet and vet. If somebody wants to do something wrong, they're going to do it. But... You know, taking the rights away from U.S. citizens is not the answer. No. End of story. That's e- it. Ex- thank you very much for the phone call. And, that's, and you're right. Um, and there, there's actually, a, I think, a Florida car. Is it Florida car? There is a Republican congressman. i got to find this. I saw this. He actually has introduced a bill uh, to lower the age to buy a handgun from 21 to 18. Oh, my God, this guy's an idiot. You know, people are going to attack him for it. But he said, why should a single mom that's 20 years old not be able to buy a handgun to defend herself? Isn't that, I mean, that's a great point. It's a great, why is the government letting that person be a sitting duck? What does that have to do with anything that's going on right now? By the way, how many of those uh, guns, handguns that are used for murder in uh, different parts of the country, whether it's the south side of Tucson, whether it's Baltimore, Detroit, 
whatever it is, Chicago, how many of those guns were bought legally? It's just so crazy. Manny, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, good morning. Uh, you got a man that's married and got two children, and he cannot protect his family because he's only 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, why can't he defend his family? Who is the government? Why does he have to buy a shotgun? I mean, he can get a shotgun. Yeah. He can get a rifle. Why can't he get a handgun? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I suppose the next law that they pass is you have to be 21 to go into a gun store or on a shooting range. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. And it's all emotion. <laughs> it all it all is going to make them feel better. You're right. Don't don't say that too loudly because somebody will actually, you know. Yeah, and another look. thing, uh, you can't be over 50 years old to buy a gun either. What are, you talking, what are you talking about? The teacher. The, what do you mean? The teacher that shot out. It was, uh, oh, the one, the one in uh, Georgia. What do you mean you yeah. can't? What do you mean you can't be over fifty to buy a gun? Well, he was like what fifty three. Yeah, fifty three. They want to do that. They want to say you can't be over fifty to buy a gun. You don't yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, the Vegas shooter is what sixty <laughs> four. So they're going to find their ways to make people feel better about themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Manny. Take care, man. See you later. Thank you. I, I I don't get it. And look, you can sit back and say there are 18-year-olds that are immature, 19-year-olds. How many people that are 25, 30, 40, 50, 60 that you know that are just dumb as a box of rocks? But they can they can go buy a, buy a handgun and a 20-year-old that has, uh, well, maybe a stuff together. Again, wh- why can't a woman buy a handgun to protect herself at the age of 19? Maybe she's in college. Maybe she, whatever it is, she works. And maybe she's a server at the age of 19 or 20, and she has to go to her car every night when it's 1 o'clock in the morning after the restaurant closes. She can't do that? So ridiculous. Uh, 7.49, we'll continue. I got more sound bites from this, uh, including what Steve Scalise wanted to push. Um, and then, uh, and then Mike Pence trying to make sense and, and Trump telling him to basically violate the constitution. We'll get to all that coming up in your reaction. What do you think of Trump? I mean, this, yeah, people are saying this is the first time I disagree with Trump, but let me tell you really that I tease this and I'll, I'll tell it to you right now. Uh, Trump did kind of play. It looks like he played a little, uh, defense this morning, kind of backtracking a little bit. Uh, this morning he tweeted out many ideas, some good and some not so good emerged from our bipartisan meeting on school safety yesterday at the White House. Background checks, a big part of conversation. Gun-free zones are proven targets of killers. It's true. He's right about that. After many years, a bill should emerge. Respect Second Amendment. Nothing in there about raising the age to buy uh, a, a, a rifle. Backtracking? Maybe. 750, we'll continue in 5. KNST, AM 792, sounds most stimulating talk. org. Such a fool, Ryan. I'm sitting here talking. I'm like, wait, is the microphone on? And he's smiling. He's smiling. 
I hate not being in control. Ryan will confirm right now that I am a slight control freak. Oh, you're almost like my second wife. I'd like to be the first. I'd like to be more controlling than that, actually. So, oh. yeah, let's, let's do the whole first thing. Anyway, morning ritual. You're like my first wife. <laughs> Gary Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think <clears throat> you need to know. Number, I just had to clear my throat. I feel like reaching for the button. Uh, number one. Gross. Uh, you stop it. There at the White House, uh, the Trump store, they hosted some kind of uh, group discussion on how to keep schools safe. And nobody, it was a waste of time, nobody actually said... Anything about why the Florida shooting actually happened and then threw, uh, you know, the uh, the FBI and the local uh, sheriff's department there, Broward County, under the bus like they should. Nobody. That's why all these ideas for gun control would never have stopped it because the FBI, the FBI could have stopped it. Oh, my God. So we'll get into that. And the Trumpster um, talked about uh, basically screwing over the Constitution and saying, we, if you're mentally ill, we need to have the police going to get the guns, even if it's not, uh, even if they don't have the right to do it. Wow. No, that doesn't, that doesn't work here, Mr. Pr- I know, I listen, I disagree with him on that. I disagree, on, disagree with him on raising the age to buy a rifle to 21, uh, based on facts. I understand he wants to get something done. I mean, what would you think if you met with a whole bunch of, if you met with, you know, a whole bunch of families that lost their kids? Uh, if... It's got to mess with you, but you just you got to yeah you can't let that overrun you. Anyway, second thing I think you need to know: uh, Jay Heiler, a board of uh, a member of the Arizona Board of Regents, they're going to meet all the board of regents are going to meet I think tonight about Sean Miller. What to do about Sean Miller? This guy came out. This regent, Jay Heiler, said I think this is basically fake news. This is shoddy journalism. This whole ESPN report. I don't think they really have much behind it. We haven't seen anything. Uh, so he he is supporting Miller. He wants to see Miller come out and say more to defend himself. Interesting stuff, huh? Fake news. Third thing I think you need to know, uh, there's a new poll from Morning Consult. 50% of America supports arming teachers. Thank you. Thank you. On top of that, the NRA boycott is backfiring on the companies that cut ties with the NRA. How about that one, huh? How about that one? Uh, The support for these companies, uh, MetLife, LifeLock, uh, these rent-a-car companies, Alamo, Enterprise, they their support is dropping big time from people, so it ain't working. That's why I just for you using this term on purpose, stick to your guns. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, so really quick, the I really thought that um, Chief Magnus here in Tucson. I thought he would. I get. I was like. I thought he would say more about this whole situation in Florida. Hasn't really said that much that I've seen on Twitter. No, 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 no. Not that I've seen. Right. Um. Now, there are some issues here in Tucson. A lot of issues here in Tucson. I have a story on that. But this guy is such a so. He's a social justice. I. If you gave Chris Magnus the chance, I guarantee you this. If you gave the Tucson police chief, Chris Magnus, the option to wear a uniform or not wear a uniform, I bet you, I would bet you money, lunch, dinner, that he would say, I would love to not wear this uniform. I just, listen, I know people like this. After doing this for so many years, I bet you a guy like Magnus thinks the police uniform intimidates and scares people. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. He is a social justice chief. That's all. He's a social, he's an activist. And he's acting as a police chief. And he got the job because we have a bunch of wackadoos on the Tucson City Council and the mayor. 
Anyway, I mean, this guy tweets out stuff, and I'm like, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? He tweeted out a story this morning. National security pros, it's time to talk about right-wing extremism. Really? And, of course, to picture, it's a story on DefenseOne.com. It's somebody with a Nazi flag. Can we just put this out there? Nazis are not right-wing. They're racist idiots, but you know who are the original racist idiots? Oh, that would be the Democrats. The Ku Klux Klan was the military wing of the Democratic Party. Remember that? The Nazis support strong, centralized government control. So do the Democrats. They're left-wing, not right-wing. Enough is enough already. The stupid media buys into this, and this ridiculous police chief we have here in town buys into this crap. Strong sent Hitler and the Nazis wanted to control everything, take everyone's guns, do all this. That's not right wing. That is that is left wing. So no, get the hell out of here. So not only did he tweet out that story, he also tweeted out a quote from the story. In America, it is politically savvy to talk strongly and repeatedly about terrorism and extremism, except the version of it. That has killed the largest number of our fellow citizens over the last decade. Basically, shut up talking about the dangers of ISIS and terrorist attacks and everything else. And focus on, this is the great thing from this, this, this smart police chief. What a dope. The real threat are the Nazis. Really? This, this guy, oh yeah, what a, what a crime fighter this guy is. The real threat are the Nazis, not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda. Well, the stats show in America more people have been killed by these, these extremists, and they're obviously right-wing because they're not what I agree with. Really? Hmm. Uh, Chris Magnus believes in strong centralized government control. That's what he does. He doesn't even know what the hell he is, to be honest with you, but whatever. Uh, this is what this guy uh, tweets out this morning. This is the police chief in Tucson. Yeah. By the way, uh, anytime you're, you're welcome on the show, anytime, uh, Chris, 880-KNST, 880-5678. You know where the radio station is, Oracle and Fort Lowell. And trust me, dude, I know you listen. I know, I talk to people, I talk to police officers. I talk to people that know police officers very well. I know you get mad. I know people high up that say how pissed off you get when I call you out for exactly what you are. If you had some damn guts, you'd come on the show and defend yourself. Here's something for you, Chris. Maybe you should not worry about uh, this as you uh, you show your hatred, which is obvious. There's a study. There's a story that I've had. And I, I just haven't. I haven't had a chance to talk about it. Uh, local paper had this from a website. It's it's a website. You ready for this one? Study Tucson named Arizona City where violent crime is soaring. Oh, what are you doing there, Chief? I thought you were all over this. How many how many studies have we had in the past year? How many stories and studies have we had in the past year, year and a half that this guy's been in charge? Where it says how our crime in uh, crime is increasing, violent crime is increasing, all this stuff. Yet this guy is losing eight cops a month. He admitted it. That's about ninety six cops a year. We'll round to a hundred. About a hundred cops a year, and he wants to add twenty. We brought to you the story about these brothers whose home was broken into. They called the police, took seven hours for TPD to show up. They had to yank some girl off a right in parking tickets. 
And the next day they call TPD because they saw the people that stole the stuff from their home walking down the street with it and they were browbeaten by TPD. No, you, just because they're walking in the street with some things doesn't mean that those are the people that stole your stuff. Yes, it's my stuff. Trust me, I was told by people in the know that because we did that story, it pissed off the, the chief and some people up top at TPD and the order was given to make this story go away. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Isn't that beautiful? So while the police chief likes to foment hatred and point out right-wing extremism, even though, as I've explained to you, it's not right-wing extremism, he does nothing to actually make Tucson more safe. As a matter of fact, he just makes Tucson less safe because he has destroyed morale, this guy. People are quitting left and right. He admits it. They can't hire people quickly enough. Uh, nobody has faith in anything that the Tucson police is doing right now because there's not enough of them to do it. I mean, I even got, I'm, I'm getting tipped off on things about cars not working. They were actually, there was a, a police officer ready to go out on a shift, but his car was still in the shop. He spent his entire shift just sitting there at his computer in, 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 in the station because he couldn't go anywhere. So here's the story. With a statewide rise in violent crime reported over the last five years, it shouldn't come as much of a surprise that Tucson also saw a rise in violent crime. But wait a second. They stopped, they, they stopped the gun shows from the TCC. Right? You can't sell guns. They know what can't do that. Shouldn't crime have gone down? Anyway, one website says that crime rose in Tucson when it did not in other parts of the state, making Tucson one of the few large Arizona cities where crime is on the rise. How is that possible? We love everybody. People drive around with the be kind things on their bumper. It should not be up. I mean, why is crime up? Everywhere you look, it's be kind. In Tucson, violent crime cases increased from 433 incidents per 100,000 people in 2011 to 496 in 2016. That's according to a new study by personal finance website 24-7 Wall Street. That is a 14.5% increase in Tucson. Closely mirrors the state's increase of 15.8%, the study says. While violent crime is on the rise in Tucson and Arizona as a whole, Crime is not on the rise in every metro area of the state, the study says. In Flagstaff and Prescott, violent crime is down by 12% and 18.9% respectively. But in Tucson, it is up. Tucson named Arizona City where violent crime is soaring. And what is the police chief doing? Uh, he, is, uh, he is tweeting about uh, how we have to really not worry about radical Islamic extremists. Islamic extremists, we have to worry about... Uh, those damn Nazis. Yeah. Like from World War II? Indiana Jones. Oh. That's that's who's killing everybody. Yes. That's who's doing it. You've got to be kidding me. But this is what you get in Tucson when you elect crazies, right? You elect some crazies, you elect some nut jobs. Uh, and... Um, They appoint this guy, a social justice warrior, to be a police chief. I mean, I've, I've heard, I've got to confirm it. Trust me, Chris. I know so much. I have to get it double confirmed. But I've heard about certain, let's just say, verbiage being changed. Certain words cannot be used. It's like snowflake. It's like the Tucson... Snowflake Department, unfortunately. 
certain words apparently are being encouraged to not be used to not make people feel bad. Let's just, I got to leave it at that. I got to leave it at that, right? I mean, it's a mess. It's a total freaking mess. This guy is literally destroying the police department. And then you get like jackholes like Steve Kazachik, city councilman, who says, oh, number one thing is to get the police what they need, get it in order. You have some guy up top that is just screwing up everything, everything. And you're okay with it because you're all social justice warriors. But that's why people are getting the hell out of Tucson, unfortunately. It's really, it's really sad. Really sad. So, anyway, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Just wanted to bring that to your attention. And I'm sure he'll make some kind of an excuse. I remember the last, one of the first times there was a story that came out about how a crime in Tucson is up. And uh, he made some video to try to explain or wrote, he did an op-ed or something like that explaining why that's wrong and it's not accurate and blah, 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 blah. Sure, Chris. Sure. Chris, come on. Oracle and Fort Lowell, buddy. Tell me how, if I'm saying incorrect information, I want to be corrected. I don't want to put out fake stuff. Yes, Chris, please come put Garrett in his place. Which place is that? The good place. Oh, okay. The corrected place. All right, I'm cool with that. In the corner. You nobody puts puts Garrett at the corner. <laughs> you got calls. I'll get to them. <laughs> I'll get I'm to putting them. you in the corner. You, you are putting me in the corner. Stomp it. Uh we'll continue. 821. We'll take calls coming back. We got to talk, talk about the the guns and stuff like that and Jeff Flake, is, I got, just got the email a couple minutes ago. Jeff Flake has already introduced a bill to ban bump stock devices, which uh, were not used in the Florida shooting. It was used in the Vegas. Anybody in here? I got a great text from a buddy of mine. Never heard of bump. It was a law enforcement official said, I never heard of a bump stock before Vegas. Uh, even if, by the way, you know, a bump, bump stock was created by a guy. It was created by a random person to try to, you know, mimic the automatic stuff. You ban this, you know what's going to happen? Someone's going to create something very similar to it and call it something else. What does this have to do? Again, Jeff Flake, the boat is here and you're over there. You're missing the boat. What does this have to do with keeping schools safer, Jeff? What What does it have to do with it? Friggin' waste. Color's coming out about that tan man. Uh, 822. He is. He's a, he's a phenomenal fake tan. He's like, uh, he's like Jersey Shore. 822. We'll continue in five. Get your reaction. Play more sound bites from the waste of time. Nobody really brought up why the Florida shooting actually happened at this, this gun control roundtable that was at the White House yesterday. We'll continue. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Talk. All right. 829. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, it's going to be 70 and sunny. It's going to be 76 tomorrow. Sweet Friday weather right there, right? Sweet Friday weather. Uh, 880-KNST, 880-5678. We'll get your calls, your reaction coming up. I want to get uh, some sound bites in as well. Uh, little Marco is the only one that kind of kind of did anything. Let's play Marco real fast. Marco, number nine, Little Marco. Um... I mean, they were John Rutherford, a congressman, said some good stuff. Good guy with gun stuff, bad guy with the gun. We, we, it was just a bunch of fluff and gun control crap. And I think that's why Trump tweeted out this morning nothing about changing the age to buy a firearm, respecting the Second Amendment. I mean, I think he's walking it back a little bit. But anyway, here's what Marco Rubio said. Here we go. 
This was a multi-systemic failure. Okay. And without pointing fingers or laying blame on anyone in particular that may or may not be here to defend themselves, the sheriff's office knew this was a problem. The school districts knew this was a problem. The FBI had been alerted to a problem. The Department of Children and Families in Florida knew that this was a problem. Exactly. But the big problem is none of them talked to each other. Nobody told the others what they knew. And there is a bill out there that Senator Hatch is going to file very soon, and, and Congressman Rutherford and others here have already filed, and it's called the Stop School Violence Act, and I'll let them describe it more in detail. But one of the things that it does is it incentivizes the creation of this sort of synergy where all these people are talking to each other so they can compare notes and get ahead of this. The best way to prevent these is to stop it before it even starts. That doesn't mean we shouldn't harden schools. That doesn't mean we shouldn't have a debate on some other issues. But the best thing that could happen is know who these people are and get on them and get them the services they need and deny them the right to buy any gun. The one thing that made that, that made the most sense yesterday. Marco Rubio made the most sense. Trump talking about army teachers, with all, which also made sense. But at the end of the day, at least he brought up why this shooting happened. Happened because the guy shot it, but it also happened because FBI and Broward County sheriffs dropped the friggin' ball. And none of the assault weapon bans and this ban and that would have ever stopped this guy. They had everything in place to stop him, and they screwed it up. So in response, knee-jerk emotional reaction, let's ban everything. Let's change everything. 21 to buy a rifle, blah, blah, get out of here. By the way, it came out, Fox uh, confirmed this. The commanding officer for Broward County Sheriff's Department was the first one. He initially all ordered responding deputies to stage, not enter the high school, sources say. Yep. Um, Fox News learned in the critical moments as the first responding deputies were searching for an active shooter on the property of the high school, a commanding officer on the scene apparently ordered some of the initial responders to stage and set up a perimeter outside instead of immediately going in and ordering these people to go in and neutralize the suspect. A law enforcement source on the scene after the shooting told Fox News it's atrocious. If deputies were staging, it could have cost lives. But remember that dopey uh, sheriff, right? I offer great leadership. Scott Israel. Uh, the Broward County Sheriff's policy on active shooters indicates responding deputies may enter the building to preserve life without permission. That remains the, po- the priority until various objectives are met, such as the shooter being detained. The policy does not appear to list staging, setting up an area to keep first responders safe. None of that stuff. None of that. However, two law enforcement officials said the call for staging or a perimeter might not have been a bad call because staging and a perimeter eventually has to happen during the most emergency situations. Hmm. It was a mess. Absolute mess. You got to go stop the damn shooter. Easier said than done. I get that. But that's what they signed up. That's what the job is. 833, I got your calls. We have more uh, stuff to play, uh, including uh, President uh, poo-pooing, right? Poo-pooing the, uh, the idea of reciprocity, which is, which is bad. All right, we'll continue. 833 on KNST. Here's the latest from Fox. Ask your wife. Oh, my God. Get out of here. 840. No, you stay. You stay. Come on, man. Three things I think you need to know. You do shots. This is the song, isn't it? Yeah, okay. Number one, uh, there was a roundtable discussion thing at the White House, and it was about apparently the Florida, the reaction to make schools safer, but nobody really had a lot about making schools safer besides Trump saying arm the teachers, which is cool. There was, I mean, there, there was no, let's argue about that. Let's debate. Let's get a, Let's get a consensus. Let's do something. Nothing. It was a lot of lecturing, a lot of grandstanding, a lot of stupidity, a lot of things that will not make anybody safer, and gun control talk. It sucked. It sucked. 
Second thing that I, I mean, here you go. Second thing that I think you need to know uh, is that Arizona border regions will be looking into Sean Miller having a meeting later today. And uh, apparently one of the regents already is uh, backing Sean Miller, looks like Jay Heiler. Uh, he basically is saying that it was less than solid journalism, basically implying it was fake news what ESPN did. Lack of context, everything else. Um, so it looks like he is uh, supporting Sean Miller on that. So, all right. And I, I get it. I get it. You know, innocent until proven guilty. All this people getting accused of stuff and as if they got convicted. I get it. I get it. Third thing, I think you need to know. How about this? Uh, some economic news. Some economic news. Uh, jobless claims have plunged to a 49-year low, while incomes have risen up the most in five years. This is some pretty solid stuff that we're talking about, right? Right? Which is why you'll not get it on the mainstream news. No, 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 no. That's it's not going to happen. Those are some pretty good stats right there. I'm digging that. Three things I think you need to know. All right, I want to play. Um, I want to play one sound bite. Right, one sound bite from. Uh, well, it might be a couple. Alfonso Calderon, eleven and twelve. Ryan, eleven and twelve. Uh, before we get to more response from the White House meeting and stuff like that, this is a junior from uh, Stoneham Douglas High School down in Florida. One of these uh, students that's being used, abused, normal uh, teenagers do not talk like this. I'm telling you, they are given actual talking points. They have to, right? Um, Listen to the first thing this Alfonso Calderon said about the NRA. He's on CNN, again, a junior at that high school. Here we go. I'm glad that Dick Sporting Goods supports common sense gun laws, such as an 18-year-old should not be able to buy a shotgun or an AR-15. That's just not sensible. And I'm glad that companies, which are what will stop the NRA from doing what they're doing and basically killing kids. The NRA is basically killing kids. Remember, it's sensible because uh, 16-year-old Alfonso Calderon says it's sensible. There's no reason an 18-year-old should buy a shotgun. Right? It, there's, just, there's just no reason. It's sensible to say no. And the NRA is basically killing kids. That's what Alfonso Calderon says. <sighs> the NRA is killing kids. If Wolf Blitzer had any anything to him, any honesty. He'd say, um, are you aware of any NRA class or anything where they tell people to shoot up schools? They instruct people to do that. Anyway, one more from the... Uh, 16 or 17 year old the junior at this stoneham douglas high school alfonso calderon uh this is this is something else that he said here we go the companies are going to be the ones that are going to stop this and i'm calling out every single company right now who is not in favor of cutting their ties with the nra the nra has shown themselves to be toxic vile and to not support the right to let to live, which is in the preamble of the Constitution. Hey, Planned Parenthood. I want them to remember, they always talk about the Second Amendment, but that preamble is before it because of its importance and its necessity for America to be the way it is. Yeah, juniors generally talk like that, right? It's uh, companies. Yes, yes, that's what we have to do. Of course, facts. And again, it'd be nice if Wolf Blitzer actually brought up the fact that, again, this morning consult poll actually shows that Americans... 
are mad as hell at the companies that have dumped the NRA. Net favorability among all adults for enterprise rent-a-car was 49 before the dumping, now just plus 25. Nord antivirus, plus 38 in the eyes of, of adults in America. They dumped the NRA, now it's only plus 20. LifeLock, you know, life, life, big radio advertiser, LifeLock, plus 35. Net favorability among all adults, now it's only down to plus 21. Alamo rent-a-car, plus 39, down to plus 19. National car rental, plus 29, down to plus 17. Simply safe had a plus fifteen net favorability among adults now plus thirteen, dropping across the board. There's not a company that is actually doing better now because they've said we're not going to give you any kind of discount, you NRA members. Yeah, nothing, and you get this, whatever. It be what it be. You know what I'm saying? It be what it be. Uh, some more BS that took place at the White House roundtable discussion. Ted Deutsch, a uh, Democratic congressman who, uh, you know, honestly believes that our warriors on the battlefield walk around with AR-15s. Of course, they have much, much, uh, <clears throat> let's just say the weapons are more high caliber, obviously, that they walk around within war zones. But doesn't matter. Ted Deutsch telling the president about this. Here we go. Number 10. Here we go. The majority of people in this country now understand that there are limitations on the Second Amendment. You cannot own an automatic weapon. You cannot own a bazooka. Mm. And so th there is no reason to continue to sell to people a weapon of war oh. like this. I know there are differences of opinion. A weapon of war like this. A weapon of war. And the majority of Americans realize this. You guys can't even get it right. Seriously, these, these people are the ones, I can't emphasize this enough, these people, these lawmakers that were sitting around with Trump yesterday, and even Trump himself, they're the ones that are out there uh, making the law that we have to abide by, we have to live with, we have to follow, and they don't even know what the hell they're talking about. They don't. Want some more evidence of this? Pat Toomey, number five. His bill. Mansion Toomey, Toomey Mansion, gun control bill in 2013, only got 54 votes in the Senate, so it failed. And they're talking, this is great, this is good, let's team this up with Dianne Feinstein's assault weapons ban. Oh yeah, and Trump's like, oh yeah, it's not bad it. I'm like, Trump, shut up, shut up, man, shut up. Listen to Republican Senator Pat Toomey get the facts wrong, here we go. The second part has a provision that would require background checks on all commercial sales. Mm. See, one of the big gaps in our background check system today is sales at gun shows and sales over the internet over are not the necessarily internet. subject to a background check. Really? I think they should be. These are essentially commercial in nature, and they're on a scale that really matters. So our bill would require those background checks. It would require that. At that point, Trump should have said, do bad guys follow laws? How do you, okay, one gang member, MS-13, let's just say, buying guns from another one, do you think they're going to actually follow that? Is that going to stop this? I wish you would ask that. And then the whole online sale. There are some people that actually think you go to some website and you could like click, you know, I like that gun. I'm going to buy that one. And then you put in your credit card number and it just miraculously is mailed to your home. And it doesn't work that way. And I wish Trump would have said that. What do you talk about online sales, background checks? If you buy a gun online, you could do that, but it's shipped 
to a licensed dealer, and you have to go to that person's place, either their house if they're a licensed dealer, or their place of business, and then they have to do a background check on you. So background checks are done before you actually get the gun. So what's the point there, Pat? I wish Trump would have said that. We are we are going to have to live by the laws these people create, and they don't know what the hell they're talking about. I think that's the point right there. Mm-hmm. What you just said is that is the point of Donald having that meeting and having it on TV. But he screwed it up too. I, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he wasn't meant to be. He wasn't there to be combative. How are you going to let people put out their dumb ideas if you're trying to fight them on them with facts? But I want some disagreement. I want some. No, no, no you're wrong. They need to be finally called out, not just that. I agree. But call because the media is not going to call it like we do. You're right. We have to. We have to play number one real fast. I think we have time. This is where Penn starts talking about what needs to be done with mentally ill people. And then Trump's like, screw the Constitution. Here we go. But the focus is to literally give families and give local law enforcement additional tools if an individual is reported to be a a potential danger to themselves or others. Allow due process so no one's rights are trampled, but, but the ability to go to court obtain an order, and then collect not only the firearms, but any any weapons in the possession or of that Or might individual. take the firearms first and then go to court, because that's another what? system, because a lot of times by the time you go to court, it takes so long to go to court to get the due process procedures. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of firearms. They saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process second. That's not how it works. I agree. (sighs) Do I give the benefit of the doubt again? You see a bunch of families lost their kids. You want to do something. But that, no, 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 no. Yeah, 851, we'll continue. Your reaction coming up, plus a story out of all places. Guess what state now has a school district that's going to arm teachers? And we can't do it here? It's coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. .org. that part how you doing it's your morning ritual with me garrett lewis knst am 790 tucson's most stimulating talk uh there are three things i think you need to know number one uh the donald had a uh what do you want to call it a, what's a round table gun forum or something i mean anyway the it was for the TV cameras were in there at the White House, and he had a bunch of uh, congressmen and senators and uh, Republicans and Democrats, and honestly, nothing, literally nothing 
really took place. Not nothing of substance. Uh, the Don was talking about you know, up in the age of buying a rifle from 18 to 21, like a handgun. Why do you want to disarm people between the ages of 18 and 21? Especially after and I have this on my Facebook page. Uh, according to every town and they're a nut job group, but you know, they, they overinflate stuff, but they say there are, there have been 156 mass shootings in the country from 2009 to 2016 and only two, two out of the 156 took place from a person under the age of 21 with a semi-automatic rifle. So what's it going to do? Nothing, nothing in that meeting is that, that happened was going to actually keep kids safe. Second thing, I think you need to know an Arizona Board of Regents member is calling fake news on the Sean Miller scandal. Jay Heiler says, I like Sean. I think Sean's a stand-up guy, basically. I'm paraphrasing. And uh, there's literally no evidence except for hearsay about this uh, this ESPN story. I'm not buying it, and I think Sean should start talking about that more. Okay. Okay. Third thing, I think you need to know some phenomenal economic news, which really should be something we're talking about more, uh, which is awesome. Uh, incomes up for the most in, uh, five years, according to, uh, well, uh, the numbers, they don't lie now, do they? As from Bloomberg, jobless claims plunged to a 49 year low. This is phenomenal, phenomenal economic news. Three things I think you need to know. So we have that. Um, so we have, uh, we, we get to the Walmart. Should we do the Walmart thing or do the, uh, the school district? Real quick on Walmart. That's kind of funny to me. I like how I just talk to myself and just get it done because there's a bunch of things I want to talk about still. Uh, Walmart. Who? Yes. Walmart has decided to uh, follow uh, dicks, ban gun sales to anyone under the age of 21. They don't care what the law says. Under the age of 20, that's it. Uh, they... They put a policy shift out. USA Today published it and an excerpt from it. In light of recent events, we've taken an opportunity to review our policy on firearm sales. Going forward, we are raising the age restriction for purchase of firearms and ammunition to 21 years of age. All right? Uh, gets better. Walmart is also going to end sales of airsoft guns that look like an assault rifle. If it looks scary, we're not selling it. No, 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 no. And they are ridding the shelves in Walmart of toy rifles that resemble AR-15s or AK-47s. They stopped selling assault rifles, as they call it, in 2015. They do sell handguns, uh, except in Alaska. So they sell handguns, which is what the majority of homicides are committed with, but they will not sell any toy gun that looks like a scary AR-15. Right? Isn't that crazy? Walmart. You know, listen, let Walmart and Dick's do these things. This is only going to help local gun shops, small businesses. Good for them. They're going to see an uptick bigly. Gun shows, uptick bigly. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, now, let's play, the, um, let's play the thing. There still is no school district in Arizona that I know of. That lets uh, teachers carry concealed, right? But uh, it's happening all over, 140-plus districts in Texas, 40, at least 40 in Ohio, at least 12 in Colorado, 18 states allow, uh, 17 allow concealed carry, one for an 18th allows open carry. I think it's Wyoming. Uh, how about Illinois? You know, Chicago? What about Chicago? It's not Chicago, 
But in southern Illinois, there's a school district. It's called the Century School District. And you know what they are thinking about? Arming teachers. Olin. It's in Olin, Illinois. It's a southern Illinois school district, uh, Century School District. They are thinking about this. And this is this is really good. They've taken, unlike what the president did yesterday and all those people at this big table where literally nothing was accomplished as an idea to actually keep kids safer in schools and staff, teachers, they're trying to do something at this school district, Century School District. Let's play the, uh, let's play the, if you don't mind, yeah, 17. Uh, this is from WSIL Television, the ABC affiliate in Southern Illinois. Listen to this. This week, President Trump endorsed the idea of arming some teachers with guns to help prevent future school shootings. While some educators slammed that idea, a Southern Illinois school district hopes to be the first in the state to do just that. News 3's Brandon Richard shows us what they have in mind. Well, some call arming teachers with guns an absolutely insane idea. Oh. But leaders here at the Century School District say it sounds like a good idea to mm. them. We arm our Brinks trucks because we hold value in it. But yet, our most valuable asset in society are our children, and we do nothing. Century School Board member Keith Clark says the district asked its legal team to review Illinois law to see if a provision that allows districts to hire armed security guards could be used to arm teachers and other staff members. I believe we are the first to go down this avenue. It's disheartening being in education, uh, having this conversation, but um, you know, with, with everything that's going on, it's a conversation we have to have. Century Superintendent mm. says the district already invested in metal detectors, cameras, and new doors, but thinks all options should be on the table. Some people feel very strongly both ways about it, but I feel that it's something we at least have to consider to make sure that our students are safe. It could be good in a way, and it could be bad in a way. It just depends. If they train them in the right way, it would be good. Kim Rarick is okay with her son's teacher carrying a gun if they're trained. I wouldn't worry because we got guns at home, you know, but we go hunting, they go hunting and stuff. And mm -hmm. so we're used to being around them. Clark says every teacher would need to be armed, just a few. And Clark says hopefully the district will know in about three weeks whether it will move forward with this idea of training and arming teachers. In Pulaski County, Brandon Richard. News three. There you go. Okay, that's all we need for now. It's going to be up to apparently the attorney general in Illinois to give the final yes or no. I I guess they're they're. This is also brand new. They're trying to figure this out. But then whatever the attorney general, you know, it's Illinois, so good luck. But the way you want it to happen is that if the attorney general says you don't have the authority to do this, you have the legislature say we'll write a law and make it so you have the authority to do this. How you know in Southern Illinois they're saying it's common sense. You got to do everything you can. It doesn't mean all teachers need to do this. And honestly, I find it to be a lame ass excuse. For people to say, well, I signed up to be a teacher. Okay, if you don't want to have a firearm on you, fine, don't. And God forbid it ever happens, and most likely it will not, but God forbid it ever happens where a shooter comes in and you have no way to defend yourself or the kids in class. Maybe at that point you'll realize, man, I should have had this. Nobody wants to be able to, nobody wants to have to defend themselves all the time. You know, what is this whole thing? I signed up to be a teacher. Great. You know what? There are people, I signed up to be a, an accountant. But maybe he carries because he's been robbed. Who knows? You know what? I signed up to have a dry cleaner. I'm a dry cleaner. That's what I do. I signed up to have a restaurant. What I do. You know what? Fine. But you have to be able to protect yourself. Just because you're a teacher doesn't mean that somebody's going to protect you for you. This is the biggest lame-ass thing I've ever heard in my life. What, the two ladies who had that, uh, that store? 
Yes, they they put their money in. They own a liquor store out in Oklahoma. And some dude came in, had a gun to their face to give me everything, and they took out their gun and shot at him and defended themselves. Nobody's going to do it. What's the difference? You think you're, you're better? You're, you're a teacher. You shouldn't have to defend yourself, but a person who owns a liquor store should? It's the dumbest. It's the, it makes no sense. It is faulty logic. Faulty logic. Don't get hit up with the emotion. It is so stupid. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Dean, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to KNST. Hi, Garrett. How you doing? All right, Dean. What's up, man? Oh, nothing much. Long time no see. I know, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been sick, so I've been kind of... I think everybody has. Yeah, I know. That's what I hear. Um, you guys have a hot topic going, and this is the first time it's been hard for me to call to get through to you guys. Um, you know, the, the sensitivity of this, and, and, and like I was telling Ryan, you could hear the disgust towards the NRA when you get when you were playing an interview with a kid. Yep. And and just for the hell of it the other day, oops, I swore. Just for the heck of it. No, you can the say other no. day, It's all right. I I, I I looked on the internet to see how many kids in the state of Florida were killed. High school students killed in auto related alcohol related car crashes. And between 2002 and 2014 there was uh, 8,456 alcohol-related car deaths really? of high school students. Wow. Where's the disgust? Where's disgust, the disgust against the auto company? Why are kids allowed to drive vehicles that are souped up? Isn't, are, a Humvee, yeah. isn't a Humvee a military vehicle? <laughs> I've seen teenagers driving Humvee. I know, I know. And then he gets blamed the booze and everything else. It, that's a great point. Why, you know, listen, okay. every every kid is precious, but why are we all of a sudden, uh, you know, you have these seventeen deaths, and one of us is a teacher, but you have this, and you say, yeah, what about the eight thousand plus that have died because of alcohol? Nobody wants to try to change that, do they? Interesting. No, because you can't. No. You can't change it. And because kids are going to do what they're going to do, and people, it's there's this thing called evil. People are just born evil, and. Now, uh, here's another thing I was uh, telling Ryan. My daughter, she lives in Virginia. She's a raging Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. I, I have two daughters, so I purchased them handguns. And my youngest daughter lives in Virginia, so I can get it to her. She finally moved out of her mom's house, and now she's living by herself and would like to have her handgun. <laughs> now, she's a raging Bernie Sanders socialist. But now that she's on her own, she wants her handgun. How old is she? She's twenty-three. Okay, so she can legally have it then. Well, she can she can legally have it, um, but when when Trump was elected, I was a, a sexist or and a racist because I voted for Trump and wow, and, and you know, cause it, but now that she now she's finally seen her raise on her check. And I had to explain to her, this is the reason why I voted the way I did. You're getting more money. I'm a, so I'm a disability. I got, I got a raise, but that raise I got goes right into my Medicare now, so I didn't get a raise. So she's actually seeing more money on her checks. So I'm hoping she realizes what's happening. Well, there's a story I did last week or earlier this week, maybe it was a couple days ago, in Bloomberg, out of Florida town. They went down there and talked to people that didn't vote in 2016 
or didn't like Trump, never voted Republican, and now all of a sudden they're all going to vote Republican and love Trump because they're getting more money in their check and they're understanding. Oh, oh, yeah, I, that's how it works. I, I, I listen to you every day, dude. Yeah, I listen that. to you every day. Well, I appreciate it, man. Well, that's how it works. Listen, man, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you so much for for, for chiming in. And uh, yeah, you, you, you good call, well, man. I, you know, Garrett, I, I had to get this one out on the radio because I, I've been kicked off of Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> this is my third. This is my third time. I've been. I have been off for about a month. Oh my goodness! Well, I got into an argument. I got an argument with a, with a with a liberal. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what. And happens. I use the British. I use the British cigarette term. Really? Yeah. Don't so do I got, that. I, yeah. I got, well. I got barred. Yeah, gotcha. All right, Dean. Be good, <laughs> man. Not gonna see you later, man. Take care. Don't call them the British cigarettes. It's not worth it. Not at all. Nine twenty-two. Uh I'll tell you this. Trump did say, besides Army teacher, he said one good thing yesterday. One good thing. We'll get to that. And then there's a story that the media is trying to take advantage in some libs. And they're trying. They're trying. There was a teacher that brought a gun to school, caused a lockdown, caused a scarcity. Can't arm teachers. Did you hear about this? Do you know why it happened, how it happened, and why it's, it has nothing to do with arming actual other teachers? We'll get to all that. Coming up in about five, KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. 927, it's going to be about, uh, what, 70 and sunny today? 76 tomorrow? Enjoy it. iHeartRadio.com. Search Garrett Lewis for my channel. Podcasts, entire shows, interviews, short segments, all there. If you have the iHeartRadio app, you could find the same channel. Just go to the iHeartRadio app and search for Garrett Lewis and... You'll hit it. It's uh, it's very easy, so easy that uh, even <clears throat> probably Jeff Flake can do, but I don't want to give him too much credit. All right, let's continue. So yesterday, this is besides Trump saying we need to arm teachers. This is like the one thing, the one good thing that he said, and nobody challenged him on it. And I wish we would have brought up more and more and more. I have it over here. Throw me up over there if you don't mind. Ryan, listen to this. Sadly, these horrible mass shootings are nothing new. I asked for just a list of... I mean, you look at Columbine, Colorado. Bill Clinton was president. Virginia Tech, George Bush. Fort Hood, Sandy Hook, San Bernardino, Pulse Nightclub, and so many more. It's ridiculous. So today we're here in a bipartisan fashion to show leadership in an effort to end this senseless violence. And it, violence, it can be ended, and it will be ended. First, we must harden our schools against attack. These include allowing people with a certified uh, training, very talented people, to carry firearms. And some people are going to disagree with that, and I understand that. I fully understand that. And if you do, I want you to speak up today and We'll listen, but 98% of all mass shootings in the United States since 1950 have taken place in gun-free zones, where guns were not inside the school, or as an example, you take Pulse nightclub. If you had one person in that room that could carry a gun and knew how to use it, it wouldn't have happened, or certainly not to the extent it did, where he was just in there shooting and shooting and shooting. And they were defenseless. So just remember that. 98% of all mass public shootings in the United States since 1950 have taken place in gun-free zones. It's terrible. Yep. Oh, hang on, hang on. One more. I want to finish it. You've got to have defense, too. You can't just be sitting ducks. And that's exactly what we've allowed 
people in these buildings and schools to be. Second. So that's it. Um, and, and again, that was the, probably the best thing that he said. And nobody in that meeting said something like, you're right. We need to figure that out. Instead, it was AR-15s or weapons of war. Um, we need more background checks, universal background checks. We need to make sure you can't buy a gun online, which you can't buy and have it shipped to your home. I mean, it's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. All the, it had nothing to do with keep the kids safer. Nothing at all, right? Nothing. And speaking of this, there's a story. Uh, am I down over there? I want to make sure nothing pops up. Thank you. Uh, there's a story about it. It happened in, I believe, Georgia. Yes, a Georgia teacher was uh, brought a gun to school. And you know what? It's not. This is why you can't arm teachers, Garrett, you idiot. It was a gun-free zone. He wasn't allowed to bring it. That's why I always say, you, you really want teachers or guns? What's to stop a teacher from bringing a gun to school anyway? Or anybody? Nothing. Nothing. So, enough. Now, this teacher, people loved him. They don't know why he did this. Nobody really knows. Uh, he, he didn't let any kids in his class. He, he went in his classroom, closed the door. Principal heard about this, went to go at about 11.40 in the morning to the door. Um, and the teacher that was in there, this guy named Jesse Davidson, slammed the door in the principal's face, said, go away, lock the door. Principal said, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come in. He'll put his keys in the door. Guy opened the door, said, go away. Closed the door and said, I have a gun. At that point, they evacuated the school. Only person that got hurt was a kid running to get out of there. Out of the, they were all running to get out. A kid sprained his ankle. Um, he apparently had a handgun. It was recovered. Uh, he apparently shot it off in the classroom, like went through a window outside. Don't know why. Uh, there was a school resource officer, not on campus, by the way. And he was at the middle school nearby, drove back. Convince the guy to give himself up so everything's fine. They, the guy just kind of lost it. We don't know why, how, what. Remember, this is not a thing. Well, this is why teachers can't. They, they can't do this. Hang on. First off, the teachers that are going to be carrying on campus, if they're allowed, they go through background checks, mental health checks. They go through intense training with either sheriff's department or other people. They, they go through the training. They get checked all the time. Yesterday, the Kentucky school told you this. those, those teachers are going to go through at least four checks a year. The sheriff's department shows up randomly to make sure that they are concealing their weapons the right way. Everything's good. This guy was just some random person that just kind of lost it. Everybody loved this guy. It has nothing to do with not being able to arm teachers, but people are going to take the headline and go, ah, that's why you can't have teachers have guns. They're dangerous. And by the way, he would not let the kids in the class. He didn't let anybody in the class. He, I think this guy just wanted to hurt himself. Nobody knows. There's no other details we have. No other details that we have. And I'm telling you, it's why... My wife and I were talking about it. I'll make this point, too. Um, and, and, and you had Trump talking about gun-free zones, right? That's what happens, gun-free zones. Why do you think that Nicholas Cruz, the shooter in Florida, why do you think he dropped his gun and blended in with the kids to get out of there after shooting for, what, four or six minutes? Why do you think that all of a sudden he just stopped shooting? He didn't want to die. At that point, he knew cops are here. They have guns. I don't want to get shot. All of a sudden, it wasn't a gun-free zone anymore. Dude dropped his gun, blended in with the rest of the students to walk out. If he knew that people had guns there, would he have not gone in there? We don't know, but I have to think that's the reason, because he had more ammo, he had all kinds of stuff, but he decided to drop the gun and get the hell out of there because he did not want to get shot. If I don't know what you don't understand, if you disagree with me, about arming teachers that want to be armed. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I have a couple more soundbites I want to play from the uh, meeting yesterday. Steve Scalise pushing concealed carry 
and uh, Trump's ridiculous reaction, I think. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AIM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Here's Fox. It is 941. Thanks for hanging out. Three things I think you need to know. Number one. Uh, you have the Trumpster. The good thing that he did yesterday at the White House uh, discussion about keeping schools safe, even though nobody really talked about keeping schools safe, he brought up arming teachers and gun-free zones are dangerous. Problem is, nobody else challenged him or discussed it or debated it, and it kind of sucks. Uh, he did uh, really screw it up by by saying he wanted to grab guns first, worry about the courts later, which is not how the, the it's not how we work here in America. Um, it was pretty much a waste. There was absolutely nothing resolved to keep kids safe. Nothing that they wanted to do would keep kids safe, except arming teachers, nothing else. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, one of the Arizona Board of Regents guys, Jay Heiler, is calling BS on the ESPN story about Sean Miller, says it look, looks like pretty shoddy journalism, basically calling it fake news, telling you. Uh, he said he was giving Miller the benefit of the doubt, wants to hear Miller defend himself even more. So there's no evidence provided yet, no evidence. Third thing. I think you need to know, and this is a, this is a big one. This is good. We have some major, major economic news. We have, and this is incredible, jobless claims plunging to a 49-year low of 210,000. Has been this low since December 1969. Holy smokes. People actually haven't, they have jobs. They don't have to, I mean, this is crazy, right? And then you have uh, wages going up the most they have in five years. Five year incomes up the most in five years. This is pretty big. Three things I think you need to know. What? Ah, we have an update. Okay, Ryan found an update on that teacher really fast. The teacher in Georgia. Teacher who caused a mass panic when he fired a gun at Georgia school had multiple runs with police in recent years, including confessing to killing a woman. And nobody knew this. Social studies teacher. Taken into custody. 45-minute standoff. Uh, gave in peacefully. In 2016, police wrote that Davidson confessed to killing a woman. They investigated, were not able to verify that his story was true. Another report late uh, last year, the teacher went missing during a school day, was later found sitting on a curb, conscious but unresponsive. Obviously, this guy's some major medical problems, major mental problems. Oh. Yeah. So this is not the same kind of a teacher, by the way, that would be allowed to actually arm themselves in a school. Okay? You know. Tell me. Would it be too far out of the realm of possibility to say that he would he went and did this on purpose? This is show. This is why teachers shouldn't be armed in school. I was wondering about that. Like so all of a sudden, is this a big setup? It's just too convenient, you know. It's very convenient. I know. I think so. Is this a big setup? Is there is there is there something going on? It crossed. It's sad that it crossed my mind, and across, we think like that now because I mean, again, look look at the setup that's going on down there in Florida with all these students. What same six, seven, eight students, whatever it is, that continue to get up there and blast the NRA and. Make no sense whatsoever. So, yeah, I know. But everybody's taking it as gospel. Exactly. Oh, they know what they're talking about. Yep. They're 16. Yep. Are you crazy? Yep. Yes. I know. I know. You, you can listen to your 17-year-old or a 16-year-old on how to invest your money. I don't even listen to my 18-year-old about what he's going to do I don't listen to my wife, and she's not 17. Again, you leave me hanging now. This is, this is how it is. This is what's going on. 
I uh, thank you. I'm just going to back away slowly. Yep, that's what you do. You mm-hmm. going to be in trouble? <laughs> Let's play number three. This is where Trump really screwed the pooch yesterday. He was mocking. You know, he's honest, but he was uh, mocking uh, Republican Senator Pat Toomey. They should have mocked him with his idea about uh, you can buy a gun online without a background check, which is the dumbest. It's just factually incorrect. Whatever. Uh, this is where Trump mocks uh, Toomey for being afraid of the NRA. Here we go. You can't buy one. And you have to wait till you're 21. But you can buy the kind of weapon used in the school shooting at 18. I think it's something you have to think about. We just saw So, I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give it a lot of consideration, and I'm the one bringing it up, and a lot of people don't even want to bring it up because they're afraid to bring it up. But you can't buy a handgun at 18, 19, or 20. You have that to wait sucks. till 21. But you can buy the, the gun, the weapon used in this horrible shooting at 18. Uh, you are going to decide. The people in this room pretty much are going to decide. But I would give very serious thought to it. I, I can say that the NRA is opposed to it. And I'm a fan of the NRA. I mean, there's no bigger fan. I, I'm a big fan of the NRA. They want to do it. These are great people. These are great patriots. They love our country. But that doesn't mean we have to agree on everything. It doesn't make sense that I have to wait till I'm 21 to get a handgun, but I can get this weapon at 18. I don't know. So I was just curious as to what you did in your bill. We, you don't we didn't. We didn't address it as president. Look, I think you know we, why? Because you're afraid of the NRA, right? Now, I moved across the country from New York to Arizona. I was 21 in three months, and I mean, I got off the plane. I got a job. I was a server, and then became a bartender. So, this is back in 1998. This is right, right before debit cards really started to become popular. I mean, they were credit cards, stuff like that. But I worked and uh, it was cash, right? It was cash. So I had a lot of cash. I couldn't, I would, it was kind of crazy when you think about it. Like I worked in a, uh, I had to walk a mile to work each way because I didn't, I couldn't afford a car. Um, I would leave. I, I served for about a month, then I became a bartender and I mostly did that. So I had a lot of cash. So I'd, I'd walk home sometimes. At one o'clock in the morning, one thirty, two o'clock in the morning, with cash on me. Now, what if I was twenty years old? I could still serve. You could still be nineteen and serve alcohol in Arizona. But what if I was nineteen or twenty, and I had cash? Should I? Not? And I lived in a crap hole apartment. Man, it was a. It was not nice, but it was affordable. Should I not be allowed to have a firearm to protect myself just in case somebody wants to rob me? What if somebody, you know, they watch me, they see me leave the restaurant, walk home. Should I not be able to defend myself? That's how it is in this country. It kind of sucks. You can't buy a handgun until you're 21 years old. Well, let me take the Joe Biden path on this one and tell you to buy a bike. That way you can pedal faster than it can run. There you go. I mean, you think about it, you know, it it, it makes no, it really hit me. I'm like, you know, I had a lot of cash on me all the time. Nothing happened to me. Thank God. But what if something did? And you know what? It sucks because guess what? It's illegal to rob someone. But what if that happened to me? So anyway, this, this whole thing, it's, it's just, it makes no sense. Especially again, I can't tell you enough. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis radio. Uh, the fact that there have been, according to every town, which is a crazy group, but they say, and I think they overblow it, but 156, 156, um, mass shootings, they claim between 2009 and 2016 in this country, not just in schools, just mass shootings. However, they define it. Maybe four people killed. I don't know. Two people, three, 
156, only two of the 156 were at the hands of a person under the age of 21 that had a semi-automatic rifle, like an AR-15. So why, what's the point of raising the age? It's not going to stop it. They, they, they're not even using that in the mass shootings. Mm. Uh, let's go to Jim. Jim, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, Garrett. How are you doing today? What's up, man? Hey, great show. I, just think so. I agree. Just had a thought. We saw so many things fall through the cracks in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering what you thought about what has to happen in the law whenever uh, they want to uh, wiretap or something. They've got to go get a search warrant. Okay. Why couldn't they go to a judge, get a warrant to go to this individual's house after presenting evidence, confiscate the guns, but only for a period of nine or 30 days so that they could prove their case. And if they can't prove anything within those 30 days, the firearms have to be returned. It's not bad. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this. Real quick, they have something in Florida called the Baker Act. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, thanks to you. Yeah, well, they, well, you're welcome. So the Baker Act, if people are listening that don't know, it allows for involuntary examination. So basically, this guy was called, they called 45 times. It's now up to 45 times. We have records of uh, people calling the sheriff's department and the police down there uh, because this guy was such a uh, menace or he's messed up. He was cutting himself. He was threatening people. I mean, he literally threatened people. I'm going to kill you, stuff like that. They knew there was something wrong with him. He even called the authorities on himself and said, I lost my mom. I'm just not doing well. So they could have gone to his home and literally, without him volunteering, involuntary examination, I think it's 72 hours, and then they could have gone to a judge, like you said, and said, you know what, this guy's just not right in the head. We need to we need to make sure he's not dangerous to people. I mean, that makes sense, that when there's actual evidence that the person has a mental illness or could be a threat to themselves or someone else, that makes sense. But what Trump said, just going in and grabbing them, that's not yeah, right. That, that, that's totally wrong. Yes. And, and I fully agree with you. Just want to say, hey, you saved me doing so much research uh it's not even funny. So thank you for all your hard work. Well, what, do, what do I get out of that? Well, you know, I you could drop know. off some cash if you'd like, or uh, I'm kidding. Well, I'm kidding. I'm maybe, kidding. Maybe That's I could it. go to work for you and, and buy you a beer or something. Ah, Perfect. Come on. Perfect. Please. Right, listen, you listening is good enough, Jim. And don't forget to buy the advertisers products though. Also, that would really, that would, Oops. that keeps me here doing the work for you. Okay. Well, thank you and have a good one. Thank you, Jim. Take care. I, I'm a capitalist. It's true. We're not NPR. We don't, <clears throat> Would you like a to- a KNST tote bag filled with crap you'd never use? Donate today. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. We can try it. I mean, we got a bunch of crap we'll give away from. I told you that that was at a live. Uh, I was at a live broadcast probably two years after I got here. From it was a horrible event. Then we don't do it anymore. Thank God. And uh, some guy comes up to me, goes, "Hey man, great job!" And he puts forty bucks into my shirt pocket. I'm like, what the? What what, is, what does he expect from me now? Like, <laughs> oh, you know, you know, I mean, this is this is uncomfortable. And I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, just keep it. I go, I can't take your money. Just keep it. Just keep it. I, I can't take your Did money. Did you take it? I donated it to the I, Garrett Lewis Foundation. I, I forget a beer. I, there was some charity that I donated. I just felt weird. I'm like, do I have to take off my pants? Like, <laughs> I mean, for forty bucks. Ask my wife. I'll do a lot for forty bucks. All right. Um, it's not untrue. Steve, shut up. Well, Steve, I mean, I would, I'm in the same you boat. You would, too. Yes. You do a lot for four bucks. I, yeah. Steve Scalise. Um, I'll take off my shirt. Well, you know, before the Steve Scalise, we told you he, he didn't want to do that. 
John, Congressman John Rutherford, number eight, he's pushing Trump for concealed carry reciprocity. I mean, good guys with a gun stop, bad guys with a gun. He said that. Steve Scalise said, listen, good guys really stop bad people from doing bad things. And Trump's like, that won't happen. So he brings this Rutherford, Congressman Rutherford of Florida brings it up. Listen to this. That's why I carry concealed, so that I can protect myself. Yeah. I can protect my family who might be with me. And I can protect all of those around me who choose not to carry a firearm. But you're not allowed concealed in a gun-free zone. No, well. So what do you do? You can't, you can't carry in those areas. And, and so you're, you're. You're the only safe. I, I mean, I'm at will like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's so, so that's why. They I, are the most dangerous places, exactly. gun-free zones. It's and, true. And that's why we need yep. to look at. I, so I go into, I going back to the concealed carry issue of national reciprocity. I just don't think you're going to get it approved, though, John. You're not going to get concealed okay. carry approved. Amy and Diane right. and a lot of other people, they, people may consider, they're never going to consider it, but people may consider yep. it, but they're not going to consider this bill. And he admits it. They're not going to consider it. Not going to consider it. Sucks. 9.54. I mean, he admits it, and they're just... So why give it into what they want, but they won't consider anything else? That's that's what pissed me. Trump was at like one side. He admits gun-free zones suck. What are you going to do about it? Reciprocity. Yes, good people with guns. They go through all the checks. You want to give into raising the, 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 the age to buy a firearm and, you know, banning this and doing that. What do we get? 9.55. It's KNST.